Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With all due respect to all parties involved, I have to, I do have to say, as a fan of the wind of as a fan of Wendy Williams since 2003 my freshman year in high school right and then um she got syndicated throughout that that's when, that was her return to New York I always heard about her but that was her return my god sister put me on yeah Jimmy you know you know you did this <clears throat> put me on listened to her all the way um throughout high school she was just in New York on WBLS. Then she mm-hmm. started to get syndicated throughout the country. And then by the time I was graduating, I was like, oh, I'm about to go to D.C. Dang. And uh, I went. it started with her and Art. And then it went to her and Charlemagne. Charlemagne took over Art's place as her sidekick. Then it was. It came to, I was about to graduate. I was like, oh, I'm about to go to D.C. I'm about to lose Wendy. What's going to, oh, man. I don't know if they have her on the radio down there. And she said, hold up, brother. Um <laughs> Coming with you. <laughs> and in 2008, that TV show premiered. And honestly, I didn't like it in its first season. I thought that it was too they were too tame. It wasn't yeah. Wendy from the radio. That's what I thought we were going to get. And then gradually it grew into that. And, and so Wendy that we that we love to hear. It was even more refined, too. Yep. And now. And to see it end this way. In his 13th and final season, the Wendy Williams show mm-hmm. is ending without, without an appearance. Not you chuckling. Without it's an appearance. It's not funny. It's so sad. From Wendy Williams. From Wendy. It just feels like someone's having a going away party and you're not invited. They're like, don't, like, they like claiming sickness, but it's, I think she's okay. They're like, don't you show up here. Don't show, right. don't show up here. Right. It just feels right. weird. I felt that it was weird the whole time that they were having the Wendy Williams show without Wendy Williams and still having it titled that. Well, as long as she's getting hosts. paid, all I care is as long as she, as long as that paycheck is going to her and she's getting paid off of that, as long as it has to say Wendy, then I'm okay with that. Sure, but I also, I still wasn't comfortable with the idea I agree. of that. I agree. And then now that they're saying that they're ending the season and she's not even going to do a, a farewell show or anything, like, like a video it just feels wrong. Right. And the, the yes, yes, it feels, feels odd. Yeah, you know. it feels, it feels like something's missing and it's the creator of the show yeah um and just as a wendy fan you know the one thing that she always prided herself on this is no just facts what i'm what she always prided herself on was she said i'm always gonna come to work i never miss a day of work because i never like anybody to come take um her my spot because she knows the power of an understudy and she said mm. all it takes is one person one good person to mm you know, do the job really well. And that's, and that's just the business. That's what happens. I um, mean, she knew that. And so it's just odd to see like one of her biggest uh, 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 concerns coming into fruition this way. Yeah. How- it's just, that's what I just don't like about it. Um, I do wish Wendy well and, you know, best wishes and things. And um, she says she'll be back. She says she'll be back. I'd love to hear her back. When Wendy had, 
a lot of messy moments that we miss. Like, a lot of things we missed commentary on, Wendy. If like, I can, I think that one thing that um, that is a misstep that Wendy should have done the whole time is been in the podcast and podcasting or like tweeting or like you know giving us because she wouldn't insight, have these yeah. issues now like she would have had right. this to fall back on she still would have them ratings they would have been she would have been higher in demand like get her back on you know what I'm thinking right. even if she couldn't she would have had this whole podcast empire to fall back on I would have loved to see her go up through the years and like really had made amends with Charlemagne and gone and sit in with the breakfast club like once a week once a month and sit there like with Angela Yee and do the rumor report. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like pass but, the baton. Yeah, but you know. And catch up with Charlemagne. Who wouldn't have loved that? And re- Wendy returned to her radio roots once a month and had that podcast going and then had the TV show, Queen of All Media. Right. Only us true, true, true fans would have admired that. But we wish you well. Yes. And when now Wendy, we move forward and we move, and we forward, move forward into the Sherry Shepherd show, into into Sherry. And honestly, I'm never trying to put any black woman down. Right. I, I wish I wish her the best. No, um, honestly, I really do because mm-hmm. it, that is a big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. And I really like her best in this format. I remember I always saw her on the View and the political com the, the, that commentary. She speaks about it herself. She had to find her way into that, mm-hmm. and she did eventually. But she wasn't initially comfortable with it. But when we talk about when she's able to just you know be comfortable and talk about her hot topics and talk mm-hmm. about you know things that are close to her in her way, just a, a show for her. It really does work, and so. I wish her the best. I really, truly do. Me too. We miss you, Wendy. We do. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. How you How doing? You doing? <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to Bryant Park this Saturday to see a brother perform some original music that he wrote and composed with Emerge 125 Dance Company in New York City. That's popping. Amen. You can listen to this podcast on your way to the Juneteenth Festival at the American Dream Mall in New Jersey. (laughs) It's black people putting it on, though. Slavery. Yes. Okay, that's what that was my concern. Oh, 100%. I said, now the American Dream Mall. Girl. No, 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 okay, no, no, great, no. Great. And it's going to be like outside. Okay. <laughs> All right. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast, Black Queen. Yes, this is I. Sylvie Jones, how you doing? I'm feeling really blessed, happy to be here, alive in this space. Mm. Went through a tough week. Mm. Hmm. After I left this show last week, I had to bring my MacBook to rehab because mm. of water damage. 
Shout out to Apple Care. Like shout out. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you. But also, but also shout not shout out to Apple Care. Yes, without Apple Care, I would be paying for a whole brand new Mac. Because it's only been a week, and I thought that, and you already have a computer back fixed. I thought that so. Apple was telling me I had to. It was gonna give me a ten to fourteen day window. That's better to of a return. Better to over over um um promise and and right right (laughs) because of something with the parts and everybody has excuses nowadays. But they gave it to me within five days. Mm-hmm. Happy about that. Um, glad to have my baby back. He was in rehab. It's okay. I got you, babe. Um, it's a he? It's a day. Oh. But here we are, and we're back. Happy Other Friday. than that, I've been feeling, yeah, happy Friday. Okay. Other than that, I've been feeling really great um, this the past few days. I had to get over my little hump. I feel like I always go through a hump, whether it's dealing with personal issues or whatever's going on i'm working on navigating my mental um in ways that i can help myself and getting into therapy so amen yeah amen let me know how that goes thank you i will (laughs) i'm a little nervous though i'm trying to get in there too please do i I feel like it's needed for everybody but one thing i i do know before (laughs) therapy is to always protect my boundaries. I am really big on that. Mm. I will leave before an argument starts. Yeah, or any yeah, type that's of dis- the way to do dis- it. Yeah, any type of, I'm, I'm not drama know, free. I'm, I mean, I am drama free. And the reason why I think, the reason why I think the way to, the reason to do that is because personally, <laughs> I guess it actually still comes down to maybe I need to grow some more. But I hate having to apologize i won't say hate no no like i mean if it's necessary <laughs> in the moment if it's necessary in the moment i have no problem doing it but like it's a fact about but like career. if no 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 if it's if it's necessary in the moment i have no problem doing it really but if it's something where i've gone so far to say something like disrespectful yeah mm-hmm. and like feel like like if you cross that line mm-hmm. you want to you you better know that you have all the proof in the receipts to have crossed that line right because if you have to go back and apologize yeah. afterwards it's, like, it's, it's a bad aftertaste in your mouth it's just like oh why didn't why would i so then it makes you prompt you to be like don't say anything where you're going to have to apologize if you feel yourself getting there stop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like you're saying, walk away. Like I, I'm big on let go and let God. Like I will just, I, I'm not big on like trying to get revenge or karma. Have the day I, that you want to have. Let go yeah. and let God. I wish you nothing but success. It means Truth I'm about to say something it. when I'm when I, when you find yourself about to like text or that quick mm-hmm. text to say a spit out that. Da, 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 yeah, you about to say something where you're yeah. not thinking anymore, and that's what you you don't want to go there. You're not gonna get that out of me, babe. Oh. You're never gonna get that kind of energy mm-hmm. out of me. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. I don't know if you you, nope. you will be arguing with the wall before that. Happens. The way I will not respond. Not a, not mm. stress kills. <sighs> And it's not killing me. Not How are to, you, Kula? I'm doing well, doing well, doing well. Yeah, I have this performance coming up, looking mm-hmm. at, you know, slowly just inching back out after this, after this COVID and, you know, back into performing because I really do miss it. Still in COVID. Yeah, <clears throat> um, still. These numbers, who knows, you know, but I really do miss it. We have to find a way. I thought that this would be the summer I'd get back, but I don't know. But slowly, mm-hmm. surely, we'll see. Um, been catching up on my TV. I mean, we're doing a lot of editing, a lot of work, but you know, it's great. Got a lot of stuff coming up. It's all happening. It's great. Um, 
in the meantime, in my downtime, I caught up on, I watched seasons one and two of this show on HBO called Hacks. Have you heard okay, of it? Okay, I have heard of it. It's I've really seen good. it. It's good. It was good. I just want a good, you know, I'm, I've been doing a lot of auditions lately, so I'm just into a good script right now. HBO is mm. great for a good script. The First Lady, um, the last two episodes That's of the there. Line? The Dang. last two, it's episode 10. It's been 10 <laughs> weeks, okay? Um, but they gave two episodes. From like months, John. <laughs> yeah, it's from like three months. They gave the final two episodes last week, but I only watched one. But I just saw what she was dressed in, and they show, like, the thumbnail, like, the picture. And she has on that. You can tell that they're in the outfit that uh, for Trump's inauguration. I was like, oh, Mm. gosh, I don't want to see this. But it's been so good. I hope they all, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jillian Anderson, hope they all, uh, Viola, hope they all win awards. And Miss Marvel. I watched Miss Marvel on Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay. That was a series that they came out with. Yes. I heard it was good. You know, it looks like it's built for kids, and it probably and it most definitely is. But Marvel's still Marvel. And at the exactly. end of the day, that joint, it, it was good. The kid, exactly. at the actor that they got who's playing Miss Marvel. I see. So Brie Larson's as, as Captain Marvel is not going to be in this one. Mm-hmm. But they have another movie coming out called The Marvels. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so this will introduce them together. Okay. Yeah, so that's exciting. And Beyonce, you're not slick. I'm not even going to talk about it because... Be nasty. See, everybody else, I don't get caught up in the rumors of everybody for years. Beyonce, she's pregnant, you know. You know she's pregnant. She's married. You know she did. Like, when, know, she, we, when she wants us to know, she'll let us know. She has been giving little clues. Clues and... Deleting and, your, icon, your profile pictures on your pages, Beyonce. Drove y'all crazy. I didn't go Enough. crazy over that. Enough. Deleting it and then probably logging out and going to sleep. But the enough. But the collage for Black Music Month was amazing. And then having Cardi's but Cardi's hand pointing. Is that at Cardi? Brandy, it's Cardi. It's a picture of Cardi. It's but hand, Cardi's hand pointing of at Cardi pointing mm-hmm. at Brandy's B seven, which I so appreciate that you did, B, because everybody is really out here calling your next album B seven, and I'm just like, y'all just gonna act like Brandy didn't do that, and she did. But that, we, but we opinion. know it's not gonna co- be called B seven, but we just don't. But know. The, but everybody, but that's gonna but the hashtag for now. But I appreciate that Brent Beyonce, that Beyonce is like, oh yes, it, but but. Have you listened to Beast? Evan? Yes. Uh, and any day now. Any day now, and it's okay. Got my money ready. All right. Just don't talk to me when it comes out. Like I don't want to hear. I don't care if I'm at work. I will. I'm automatically. I'm sick all of a sudden, and I'm leaving because I need to go home and listen to this on my own. December thirteenth, two thousand thirteen. We were sitting right down here. We were. And that day has had people forever shook. 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 Scalped. Mm-hmm. So we're ready for Beyonce's next album. You ready? Yep. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram, where we release it every week. This week we've got Look At Me, the album by Tentacion. Control Deluxe by SZA. Scuba Sada 2.5 by Sada Baby. And Substance by Marvin Sapp. My first album this week, I had Look At Me, the album by Tentacion. He's a rapper, singer, and songwriter from Florida. X's music explores the genres of emo, drill, indie, rock, metal, hip-hop, and R&B. 
His music is versatile and often spoke about his battle with depression, love, and often rage. His debut album, titled 17, released in 2017, it was certified double platinum and was number two on Billboard's Top 100. His second album, Question Mark, was released in 2018 and debuted at number one on Billboard and went certified quadruple platinum in the U.S. He became the best-selling emo rapper of all time. Unfortunately, X's life was taken in June of 2018, yet his legacy still lives on. This album is a compilation featuring various SoundCloud songs, his mixtape Revenge, and his three studio albums, 17, Question Mark, and Skins. So a few faves from this album are um, the singles that I've already heard prior to listening to this whole compilation, um, Moonlight. And these are songs that I like from X. Like when his music first came out, I wasn't, I didn't really care for it too much, but I recognize some of the songs from like past like Instagram videos or music that people, people would play in their background, which I didn't even know was X. Um, like Moonlight, Sad, Jocelyn Flores, Look At Me, Rare, and True Love featuring Kanye West. on Donda 2. I feel like X's music did speak a lot to his fan base. Um, Some I didn't really care for too much, but those songs specifically, I liked and I was feeling them. Um, I was feeling them then, and when I heard that he had the whole compilation, I was like, oh, I'm glad that this was actually on it as well. Um, I feel like a lot of times artists... So it's not like posthumous, like new music. It's a compilation. Yes, but the only like newish song is um, True Love with Kanye West. Okay. I feel like X was a great artist, and it's unfortunate that at such a young age, his life had to be taken away because of how much of an impact that he had on his fans. This week for my first project, I had Control Deluxe by SZA, who's from Maplewood, New Jersey. She literally the next town over. So, I can I pause you right there? Y- yeah. So, when I first met SZA, I actually met her in person. Did I tell you this ever? No. Okay, so I met SZA um, at a vitamin water show, Fader vitamin water show. You might have told me. Yeah, it was um, for Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q, and um, SZA <laughs> opened up for them. So, after the show... We were outside and we were taking pictures. And she was like, oh, Jersey in the house. And I was like, yeah, Jersey. And she's like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, T-neck. She's like, Maplewood. And I was like, where's that? And then it was like a, a like a short pause. She's like, oh. And I was like, but shout out to Jersey. Anyway, she was super cool and super cute. We have a picture together. You know what? What? <laughs> you know what? So this is her. Still her first. No. 
this is her first album. Mm-hmm. I'll say first one and a half album. Um, some of the producers on the songs for the Deluxe Project were Scum, Thank God for Cody, Michael Ozuwuru, Tyler the Creator, Cody Fain, Taran Donaldson, Drake, and of course SZA herself. Um, there were no features. It was just her on these new songs. But these songs actually weren't new. They've been released already on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. However, if you don't have SoundCloud, they knew for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great to revisit this album. It was just great to have a reason to revisit this album. Broken clocks into anything, into wavy, in a row, will always hit. Exactly. Oh. Um, just getting a chance to go back and listen to Gogina, like, you know. These songs are songs that are already on, like, rotation sometime but it's just not, not always in a row um love galore with the alternate ending was really dope 2 a.m once i realized i was like where have i heard this before once i realized that it was written by drake and so you said it's a party next door mm-hmm. song um once i realized party featuring drake. yeah it, it just made so much more sense it sounded like scissors singing drake i was like okay i get mm-hmm. it yeah it was great though um percolator was also awesome little interlude song it was great tread carefully it was a nice deep r&b track exactly nice And then Jody was a nice way to end it out, and that was produced by Tyler the Creator. Yeah, um, like it, you mentioned earlier, these songs were already on SoundCloud. She re-released it because of the fifth anniversary of Control, mm. um, which is an album that I never stopped playing mm-hmm. because I need some more new music from SZA. I'm like, I'm just excited <laughs> for a new SZA album. Right. I mean, we all are, and while we wait, it did feel good, like you said, to re-listen to. Um, control control has got me through a lot of good and bad times and memories and the album is just it's just classic the way it is mm-hmm. um yeah like 2 a.m tread carefully awkward like everything about scissors music really does speak to me and mm-hmm. it makes me more excited to see what else she has in store with us mm-hmm. My second project this week, I had Scuba Sada 2.5 by Sada Baby. He's a rapper from Detroit, Michigan, who signed to Asylum Records. He released his debut album, Scuba Sada 2, in 2020, and the sequel to his debut mixtape, Scuba Sada, peaked at number 125 on U.S. Billboard Top 200. Um, I first got introduced to Sada with his 2020 song, Whole Lot of Choppers, it was big on like TikTok and viral on other social media platforms. And later it got a feature by Nicki Minaj, which was also on this um, album. So yeah, it was album, but it also had like a few extra songs plus videos. A few songs that I liked were Activated with the Get Down On It sample, Little While featuring Hip Boy and Big Sean, and of course, the whole lot of Choppers remix featuring Nicki Minaj. Just gotta 
summertime town. Man, we just putting dollars on your head. Niggas violating the gang or in the bed. Lady in the street, but a freak hoe in the bed. Chopper on them, that's my shooter in the red. Little nigga can't keep my pussy out his hands. Fuck a last minute, gotta book me in advance. Been a bad girl and I'm trying to get back. This week for my second project, I had Substance by Marvin Sapp. Uh, Marvin Sapp is a gospel legend who's from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and this is his 15th album. Um, the producer on this project was Aaron Lindsay. He produced the whole thing, and he had several contributors and writers as well. My favorite songs on here were Relax and uh, Rearrange. Relax and Rearrange, they had like this. I love when R&B, also, when gospel also sounds like R&B, because mm-hmm. that's where R&B's roots are. Sexy. Okay, uh, yes, but that and all the three-part harmony. And then you also had like all in your You had like just like a, a, a singular people singing three-part harmony to make a nice track. Yeah. And, and, and just him. I am gone. Then you also had the choir songs that would have like the choir three-part harmony, which yes. just makes an awesome track as well, like All In Your Hands, um, You Kept Me. And then also, and then the, it ended with Medley, uh, Grace and Mercy, the 25th anniversary, which was him redoing um, the song Grace and Mercy from his debut album in 1996. Wow. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. Everybody just knows him from Never Wanna And the remix of Never, Never, <laughs> that's an unofficial remix. Right, but he was uh, he was part of the group Commission back with Fred Hammond back in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. And ever since then and since 96, he's been on his own. And then, you know, you find your you find your 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 lane when you do. And mm-hmm. he's found it ever since. Amen. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the singles Wifey by Ruby Rose and Cash In Cash Out. Pharrell Williams featuring Tyler, the creator. And 21 Savage. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now it's time for Music News. So what's going on this week, Sylvie? So this week, okay, so 300 Entertainment Entertainment co-founder Kevin Lyles and Atlantic Records COO Julie Greenwald, um, they're circulating a petition to protect black art um, for rap music on trial. 
as you've heard, there is a trial going on, an ongoing trial that has to do with the YSL in a really high profile case at this moment. Mm-hmm. With the Rico charges. Yes, with a lot. The Atlantic and 300 executives have vested an interest in clearing um, Thug and Gunna's name in the public eye because they're using their rap lyrics in the trial. Um, and a lot of people don't agree with it. I don't either. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. But I feel like, you know, I feel like it's just art. It's just art. It's like an if to me. Like, yes, it's art. Now, if you are actually putting incriminating things that you have done into your music and leaving clues for crimes that you... if, if you But commit, that's exactly what it's being used for. It's being used for speculation. But if they can't actually prove that, if they can only speculate that, then they shouldn't be able to bring that up in court. You can you shouldn't be able to bring that up if you can prove that. Not not these not general broad claims. There's a but you should also not if you've committed crimes, but you put um leave any put evidence in the in public. Right. It's a tricky topic to discuss. Um but there is a petition that's out um that both the executives have put out and they're calling for everyone to sign it just to help us protect black art. Um which I feel like is very very important. I feel like using things lyrics like this on trial mm-hmm. um it it takes over our right for even our First Amendment, right? Yeah, I'm just thinking like about Jay-Z's. Yeah, it, it comes in between, like, a lot. Like I'm thinking about Jay-Z's threats from the Black Album. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, shoot, that's one of the best songs on the album. If you, if if they were to try to, you know, want to charge Jay-Z with something and try to use threats, like, I, that, that's not cool. Right. Um. So, right now, if you can head over to sign their what petition. What up, nigga? threats. <laughs> Such as the entertainer. To sign the petition um, because black art is being, black creativity and artistry is being criminalized. And I agree it is. Um, I'm going to actually sign a petition as well. I don't feel like it should be used. It's unfortunate that the situation that's going on between those two artists, I didn't really want to talk about it much um, because I just feel like it's really unfortunate as the two high performance paid artists straight out of Atlanta, Georgia, or straight out of Georgia, are now incarcerated. Was at the and, Met Gala? Yeah, West. and they're not even what? going to see a trial until that January of 2023. Um, it's so unfortunate. That's great. So, 2023. Yeah. This, Kevin Lyles in there testifying for him and everything. It's, it's, it's a targeted attack. Um, and said he would pay for Jeffrey's security. It's un-American, and... This just, it has to come to an end. That ain't right. It's not. It's not at all. Keep somebody locked up that long to see if they committed the crime. Yeah, it's. Meanwhile, they out here just losing money, performance. Like, we don't even know if they're guilty. But but, but until we decide if you're guilty, you're going to stay here. That's crazy. This week for um, my story. Oh, you're supposed to pass it to me. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Um. So, yeah, not only to sign the petition, but also call your representative um, in the assembly, encourage them to co-sponsor the bill and the vote yes in the next session. What else happened this week, Khalil? 
Well, this week the Grammys announced that they're releasing their uh they are creating five new categories. Okay. All right. So specifically, the one that stands out the most is Songwriter of the Year. Let's get it. But there's also non-classical, best alternative music performance, best Americana performance, best score soundtrack for video games and other interactive media. I mean, that plays and a role best as well. spoken word poetry album. Let me tell you something. It's nothing like having a good video game and then a good soundtrack that goes mm-hmm. with it. Something like original music that mm-hmm. like a band or an orchestra is taking time to do. They don't really do that anymore, I think, for like recordings. But they're like, I mean, they don't, they, they, you don't really have to do that for video games either. But some people do really take their time. Right. Um, but specifically, what the what stands out about the songwriter of the year category is that it's going to it recognizes the written excellence profession and art of songwriting honoring the most prolific non-performing and non-producing songwriters for their body of new work released during an eligibility year according to the academy so i mean i like that but i kind of don't so you're you're telling me that because it says Songwriting honoring the most prolific, non-performing, and non-producing songwriters for their body of new work. So if I write my own song, I can't get honored for a songwriter. But if somebody else writes my song, they can. But what if I'm just a great songwriter who always writes my songs with other people? Like that's like that's like uh, Chloe saying that she couldn't win producer. I was just of the about year. to mention that, yeah, because Chloe does produce and also she does songwriting. Yeah. Um. It's well, always a catch twenty two. It's always a catch twenty two, but I feel like that is an important category because is, songwriters yeah. are just as important as the artists. All songwriters. They, yeah, all that's songwriters. That's like Mariah Carey is an amazing songwriter, but you're telling me she can't get the songwriters award no she she better get it for something else well, they 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 have like the nj or something the songwriters they have a whole other award show for that except beyonce's won, mariah's won, a lot of people have won but like if they can do that the grammy should be able to recognize that i think that's what they're trying to do here yeah. um yeah. but i do feel like this is a good highlight for the songwriters that we the people who actually look at the credits and see like, oh, well, who who wrote, who who inspired this? Who really wrote this? And not just thinking that it's just an artist by itself. Right. Um, so that they get their acknowledgement and their flowers as well. Um, who, my thing is whoever the songwriter is should be who gets the award. It should. It should. It should. Put my girl Victoria Monet. Right. As a nominee, please. Like, you telling me she can't get nominated for writing Jaguar? She can't, but she's written a lot of cool. other... Others, I know, other but Jaguar really was great, too. Well, we'll see. Next yeah. year's Grammys. Mm-hmm. On the way, listeners, what are some categories that you'd like to see open up at the Grammys? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Working all night and now I need a Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. 
Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues as we see them from a point of view. What happened this week, Kalu? This week, the 2022 Tony Awards happened. Okay. And black people came out swinging. Racked up. Racked up. Now, you know how we feel about these when, you know, black people come out swinging. It's such a, such a catch-22 in this country. You know, like when, when we win, we we, we got to be happy about it. When we lose, we're upset that we're not included in certain categories. Mm-hmm. And when we win, we just want to make sure that they're legit wins and that they're not being placated to. And so we'll see what happens next year. But as far as this year goes... Um, it was a really spectacular show for somebody who's um, who's always followed Broadway and who auditions. Um, just I, I also I had some friends. I, I had a lot of friends and people mm. who were nominated and who were there and who performed. And so I was just tuning in to support and see them. And it was a, it was a really good show. It was hosted by Ariana DeBose. It was great to see her get some shine. I feel like all the Oscar winners this year they didn't really get like their just do their shine after the Oscars because it all all the focus went to one thing. Mm-hmm. But you know she won Best Supporting Actress for West Side Story, so they got her to host the event. It was perfect. She opened the show. She sung. Mm-hmm. I whole... saw the performance. It was nice. That performance I did see. Um, but specifically, we can talk about uh, Michael R. Jackson, who won the Tony Award for best for the uh, best book of a musical for his new play, A Strange Loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yes, and so also uh, Michael R. Jackson's Strange Loop also won best musical. Yes, I which, heard that was really good. Which was really good. Um, Felicia Rashad, Miss Felicia Rashad, won best won her second Tony for the best featured actress in a play. She became the first black woman to win uh best actress in a play in 2004 for Raising in the Sun mm-hmm. with Diddy on Broadway. And this month she picked up her second Tony for best featured actress in a play for Skeleton Crew on Broadway um, by Dominique Morisot. And I just want to point out that Miss Rashad, you know, she started the year off a little funky. Y'all was mad at her going into the school year. But I want to point out, she might she started off going with a little, little cloud over her head. However, yeah. she shook the haters. She said, forget y'all haters. I'm putting my head to the ground. She This she uh, uh, this was her first year as the dean of the College of Fine Arts at Howard University. Mm-hmm. And during her first year as the dean, she also walked away with her second Tony Award. That's a bad woman. That all is. right. Y'all can say what you want. But that's why we love Miss Rashad. Not because of the award, but because of her excellence. Yes. They fixed that school. <laughs> um, also, um, uh, best actress and best actress in a musical went to uh Joaquina Kalukongo for Paradise Square. She went on there, she sung that award. It was great to see her being presented that award by Cynthia Revo. That's and, what I love um, about the Tonys Brooks. though. Like, yeah, I don't always catch up when I catch the clips. I I see how they they actually do really well in performances. Mm-hmm. Like they don't miss with that. I just wanted to see like the shows that I haven't seen yet that I they always it's always like clips of, you know, of they do a snippet of the show. Mm-hmm. A lot better. It's not like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade when everything's lip syncing. It's like live. <laughs> there. Everybody's shaking and shivering in the cold. This is like actual, you know, performance of the show. And it was, I, so I just watched it for that. Um, also, Miles Frost won for um, Michael Jackson, MJ the Musical. Yes. Yeah. And they also had two, bla- two and black, Blanket. Yeah. Um, present the award yes 
and he his performance was great. He killed it. But just the fact that they had a black woman and a black man winning Best Actress and Best Actor in a musical, that's a big deal. It is. That's a really big deal. Also, uh, shout out, to uh, a big congrats to uh, Montana Levi Blanco, um, Cody Renard, and Rashonda Jones Kumba, who won uh, Excellence in Theater Education, the, the Excellence in Theater Education Tony Award. But there was one Tony Award that stood out amongst the rest. This week for my queen spotlight, I want to shine out, shine a beautiful light on the youngest, the youngest EGOT winner. Miss Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. She um, got her tea, ding, because she played a role as producer of A Strange Loop. And he got status is crazy <laughs> to win an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Not everybody gets that honor. The thing, um, the thing about hers is that it started off with the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Like people don't start with that. Mm-hmm. They usually start with like the Emmy or they start with the Grammy. Exactly. And the Tony's like usually the hardest one to to top it off with. She was like, "I'm leaving here with something." I just want to know. So I mean, I didn't know what I know what the Oscar was for. Obviously, for uh, Effie White and Dreamgirls. Yes. And we then we that. knew what the Grammy was for. I remember when, when Whitney Houston presented her that Grammy. Yes, I remember In 2009. But then I was wondering, what was the Emmy for? Like, what has she done on television? And I looked up, it was a children's show she executive produced or was one of the executive producers on a children's show called Baby Yaga, mm. which is smart. And then she executive produced just like Whoopi did. Like, Whoopi's an EGOT winner, but she doesn't have a Tony for performing. It's for... Uh, she was an executive producer on Thoroughly Modern Millie, and she it won the Tony it. that year. She yeah, she got it. She, she got this it. Is, this is a woman that I've watched and I voted for on American Idol, mm-hmm. who I was upset when she got sent home. Right. Shaking the fucking table when she got sent home. I was so livid. <laughs> so livid. That was the last season I watched because I couldn't so go through livid. those emotions no more after that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then a, an amazing performance in Dream Girls. Shout out to you, Jennifer. Like, I knew that you were going to get your tea. I knew that you were going to be that. I just knew it. I just knew it. I just knew it. It was, it was, it was, you were destined. You were destined to to receive this honor. And that's why you deserve the queen spotlight. On the way, listeners, what was your favorite moment from the Tonys this year? Tweet us in On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. You. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Loving yourself means caring enough to make the hard decisions in your life. So I got this quote from Jennifer Hudson um, on brand. And I took this very seriously because 
I was really like admin on boundaries and making sure that I stick to them when it comes to my mental health, my physical health, and the people that I keep around me. Because um, that all ties together. Like, I wake up and go to sleep with me all day and every day. And I want as much love to be poured into myself as possible. And I can't keep around anybody or anything that can take away even in a, a pinch or an ounce of that love that I have into myself. Um, so I can cut you off. And it's, it's just can happen just like that. And even if it's a tough decision that I have to make because of the history that we've had, um, I feel like it's necessary because I have to really protect me and I have to advocate for me in all ways, always, and in every way. Yeah, I completely understand that. You got to know um, just boundaries. Number one, I think we talk about this often, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay to make boundaries. Just because family with somebody doesn't mean that, you know, you're you're bound to that person. 100%. You know, thank you. And yeah, next love you from a distance from afar. Um, also, this reminds me of just making sure that you don't stay comfortable, don't stay in one place. Like if you find yourself being comfortable, that's that's good. That means that you've you've, you've accomplished something, but not to stay in that place to, right. you know, continue to challenge yourself, make the hard decisions, not the easy ones. And exactly. for me, it just comes down to like simple things. Like if something went well, not just reveling in how well it went, but just saying, OK, that went well. Is there any way or anything I can do to make it better? Or how can we continue to improve this? And, you know, um, just continuing to push yourself not to stay comfortable and get stagnant. Exactly. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. And on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash music. You can also find all my music streaming on the Apple, the Tidal, and the Spotify. And you can also head to my website, KhalilDaniel.com. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our website at InstinctENT.com slash on the way and at MochaPodcastNetwork.com slash on the way. And if you like what you hear, please make sure to rate and review us and share this episode with a friend because it's available on all digital streaming platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Deezer. I ain't got read that one. I ain't listened through there yet, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Yeah, yeah. We grind one time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we roll, three time, rewind, late night, be mine, yeah, and you know that's for sure, I clear the schedule so you know that's